And so finally, Horn Toad loyal listeners, we have reached the end of uh, uh, <laughs> episode 21 for season six with the six segment. And I'm surprised I get I kept the six um, the six segments going for all the whole season six. But for season seven, uh, I'm just going to go back to normal five segments and every now and then six if I need to. But uh, this is number six for season six, episode 21, with the theme of uh, current state of reality. This is ties that bind dividing lines. Uh, this segment looks at how sex and relationships have created a pornographic world where black magic lust seems to be the driving force of why humans isolate themselves. And with that, it, it's where it's pretty much causing all this mental illness. And you pretty much see it everywhere now. It's like, oh yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm mentally unstable or... You know, I have mental problems. Um, there was a video of this um, popular rapper, this white boy, I think it was. His name was uh, Lil Xan. And it's supposed to be like Lil Xanax. But uh, he shot up to fame too fast. And, you know, he started talking shit to everybody about like how Tupac Shakur wasn't the greatest. And he's like, yeah, get over it. That was another time. I, you know, I'm taking over. I'm going to be the next big thing. But what happened with him was that little Lil Xan, I, I, he got popular through like, um, I don't know, like SoundCloud. You know, a lot of people uploaded his music. So that kind of gave him an ego boost. And um, so he ended up buying a very fancy, like $100,000 vehicle. And he got himself a mansion. He got jewelry. He got. He was trying to get all these women. And the thing with what he bought that is was that it was all on credit, and his his bank account hadn't cleared yet, or something like that, man. But basically, he was just living on that. Uh, he was just living on credit. In the meantime, he really didn't have any money because. For one thing, he didn't know how to invest. And then another thing, nobody told him. And then so, and another thing is he was just kind of being a little dick. So what ended up happening was he got it, I think it was his keys and he scraped up his vehicles and he goes, look, look what I done. This is what I did. I don't know why I did it. I have mental problems, you know, and that seems to be everybody's go-to is that it's mental problems. And, um, and like I said before, you know, it's guidance. Nobody's guiding these people anymore. So nobody wants to be the voice of reason. Whoever stands up and tries, they do it wrong. And then they'll say something like, uh, well, I support Donald Trump. And then it kind of ruins their their mojo because then everybody starts turning on them and then they get outcast, you know. But if, even if they said, well, I support Joe Biden, you know, then they're going to be met with more backlash, you know, because the American population, the ones that know what's going on and they pay attention to all this type of things, um, they know what they're looking for. So it, you know, if you're trying to get them for your support, you got to look at the demographics and find out who it is and where you're trying to cater to, but don't kiss ass. <laughs> Anyways, so that whole um, mental problems is kind of leading to where... I see a lot on uh, social media where people don't think they're good enough. 
and people will be like, oh, well, I'm not smart enough or my family hates me or I'm not doing too good right now. Um, I need some support or, you know, pray for me or I need prayers or, you know, all types of um, just like downward momentum type of um, rhetoric uh, on social media. And some people really base a lot of it on looks. You know, I don't look good enough. You know, I'm not, I'm not handsome enough. I'm not pretty enough. And that's where, you know, they, they jinx themselves again by saying stuff like that. So, you know, for me, I, I look at all that and I'm just like, damn, man, um, the, the depression that comes with it, you know, you know, that depression will kind of push these, um, I guess these loners or these people that don't feel that they're appreciated or they don't feel that they, they belong, It'll push them in two categories, I think. It pushes them into suicide or it'll push them into homicide. And both of which have already been happening, you know. And like even in the Clagatill community, there was that, you know, last year where, you know, the, the father and son, they got killed, the Shirley boys. And I was saying in a few episodes ago about that, that they were found dead and there was blood and then... Um, you know, there was um, the brother that might have been, you know, suspected. Well, one of the Clagato spouses, the veterans, told me that um, they ran into that dude, actually. And they told him, you know, people are saying that you're the ones that killed him. And he freaked out, you know. So he goes, he, he said something like he wasn't even there. So if he, if that is true and he wasn't there, then imagine if we have a killer on the loose, you know. And then also, in on that on that note, I guess the official cause of death was suffocation, suffocation through the um, I don't know the propane or the whatever was carbon monoxide poisoning. That's what they got. Supposedly that's the uh, official cause of death. But if that was the cause of death, then you know somebody saw blood, and either they. There's two things that go along with that too, two, two thoughts. Two. One is that the blood was really seen, but it was covered up because they don't want nobody to know whose blood it was and all that. Or number two, you know, like I said, denial or number two, that, that there wasn't any blood at all. And it was just somebody who thought they saw it, you know, and then, um, then the other side of that, uh, like I said, is, um, depression you know if you're de if these, a lot of these people are getting depressed so much they're going to commit suicide then there's that other other population where they're going to be depressed so much that they're going to commit homicide they're going to go out and kill people and just like i had said before about that guy over in um what do you call that place uh torion not torion rama where he ended up shooting his dad his brother his sister and then um the other one where the auntie shot her nephew. So there's a lot of interesting, uh, I would guess I would say a lot of interesting dynamics at play. And um, that's why, you know, for what it's worth, I am just trying to document what I can. And I'm not trying to be right or anything, but Definitely, 
that's what it looks like to me with all this um, lack of relationship advice, lack of um, communication. And then that also leads into domestic violence. You know, um, obviously some women getting kidnapped, killed. Um, you know, there's also that whole thing with the black magic, the witchcraft, the the lust, the greed, you know. And as I said before, nothing's really sacred anymore. So it's kind of it's kind of hard to explain to some of these relatives that, you know, whatever you guys are being taught, preached to, or shown, it doesn't have any sacredness behind it. And if you rule off of your emotions, well, you're going to make things worse, you know, you're going to regret it later. But if you do it calmly with a even even headspace, even mindset, then, you know, a lot of that shall come to pass, as they say. And you'll be able, you'll be a better person for it because then you'll have a chance to think about it and realize that your actions could have caused a lot more damage than good. Yeah, you would have got your revenge, but at what cost, you know, there'd be punishment. If you were to hurt or kill one person, imagine how it's going to affect their family. They might be the only breadwinner. They may be taking care of the someone that's disabled or old and you beat them up and kill them, then that person's probably going to follow the same path and die, you know. Lack of um, lack of help, support, assistance. And um, so the ties that bind um, obviously are going to be lust, revenge, and greed. And the dividing lines binding those dividing lines together is the same thing. Lust, greed, um, v- uh, I want to say voodoo, uh, black magic. Uh, what else too? Yeah, it's pretty much greed and lust for now, you know, um, would definitely be the, um, those binds that, that the bind, the dividing line that sew it together, you know, and so when that happens, you know, my thought is that um is that once that happens, you know, it's just going to create more division and it's going to cause more families to turn on each other and everybody's going to be um at a constant war with each other, but the elders, this is where it's their time to shine. They can step up and say, "Hey, look, man, you guys need these prayers because it's you know, it's because of these certain type of entities like witchcraft, skinwalking. Um, it could be something they've done in their past, someone that they accidentally killed or purposely killed or an abortion or whatever. There's going to be negative um, ripple effects going on around each person's home. And then when they try to get in contact with another family member, it's going to bring back those old emotions. They might start fighting again or arguing again. So... Uh, once the sacredness of traditional ceremonies is restored, I think, you know, a lot of these Navajos will start to understand, oh, shit, okay, I really went way off the beaten path here. And, um, you know, by that time, it might be too late. And I did see that with some families, my brother. um, It was too late for them to try to make a change in their lives. And they had already done all this damage that they're really... 
is going to be no pill that's going to save them at some certain point. You know, there's not going to be any medical procedures that's going to have them live a little bit longer because everything is, um, everything is that's tied together. It definitely would revolve around traditional ceremonies. These words and songs that are sacred, you know, they're, they're like that for a reason, you know, and when people mock their own, you know, traditional ways, their own culture, they end up getting sick. That happened to this other dude that we know he's his, he was, a, or he is a uh, Laguna Pueblo and his brother, I think it was his younger brother or older brother. He ended up getting really sick and turns out he started having cancer all along his spine. It's working up to his brain. It's around his chest. It's going down his groin. And later on, what we found out was that that brother that had the cancer, he's still alive, by the way. Um, <clears throat> he was saying he, he should have never... Um, ridiculed or mocked or made fun of or joked about his own culture, the Laguna Pueblo, when they did their ceremonies and their dances and their, their kiva, whatever they do inside the kiva, you know, all those ceremonies and, and rites and incantations and all that stuff, it, you know, it attacked him in a way to where it gave him cancer. And now he's like, damn, I never should have said anything. I never should have mocked my own culture, my own religion, you know? So that's where it, you know, that could be the case. It could be coincidental, but excuse me. Um, that's the story on that. So that's why I try to make sure that, um, with what I'm doing here on the podcast, you know, just trying to show a little bit of, um, responsibility as far as, excuse me, that I'm keeping the words that I say, in a, in, I try to keep it in a plain way where others can um, pick it up and reinterpret for themselves or they can use it in their own conversations and whatever. But for the most part, I these were like the subject matters that were really bothering me, that were bugging me. And, um, you know, I pretty much got all of it off my chest, the ones I wanted to. So uh, with that being said, I'm just going to go ahead and finally close down this episode with like my final thoughts, my words. Now I got one more episode. I got one more episode to do. Uh, uh, like I said, I'll either do it on Christmas day, or Christmas evening. I mean like, or I'll do it uh Tuesday, the following day, but I want to hurry up and finish it. So that way, you know, uh, for January, I think I'll, the first week, I think I'll just leave it. I was thinking of originally doing a podcast for December 1st, 2024, but now I think I'll wait until, um, you know, I, I think I'll, I'll let that go by and I'll do that the following week and just try to finish out startup season seven, basically with season seven, you know, I'll just do some more documentation and then season eight, that's where we're going to see where this U S presidential election takes us. And then Whoever becomes the president, you know, for 2000, for the following 2025, when they take over for office, you know, I'll do season nine there. And then there, after that, you know, take a break in the summer of 2025 and then finish off uh, season 10 um, with, uh, or finish off the podcast with season 10. 
So that's what I have on my little agenda. And, you know, I'm going to be looking at what I can do with uh, Carnage in the meantime. I'm just going to go ahead and um, on January 1st, I'm going to go ahead and just start up a new Carnage page, but I'll make it public instead of private, you know, which I should have done in the beginning when I first started Carnage. But, uh, you know, I was just trying to do so many other things at once with the podcast, not podcast, with the nonprofit and all this other stuff. So that's why I really couldn't do what I wanted to do. But other than that, um, that's how that's working out for me. And then also I just wanted to also add that, you know, if anything, if someone really wants to take over this podcast, I'm going to say you are more than welcome to do it. You can do it however you want. Uh, I will give you access to the, um, previous ones and um or i'll save those and have them uh start up another um podcast page but you know they can they can call it clagato veteran podcast all they want or they can use the logos all they want but for me right now you know i'm just gonna stick with this and um let's see where we go from there but um i uh other than that um i'm getting pretty tired so i'm gonna go ahead and end this and um I just want to say to my fellow loyal Horn Toadians, man, thank you guys for hanging in there with me on this journey, man. I I really got um, uh, a lot accomplished and a lot done by uh, knowing that, you know, my little core group of loyal Horn Toadians, you know, that we're able to get things done. So maybe for season seven, I'll finally get to that part where I'll change the logo where it says, keep your ears to the ground. But with that being said, that's going to be my one of my final words is um, uh, the first one being thank you. Thank you. Thank you for listening. Thank you for hanging in there with me. And I really greatly appreciate it, man. It's it's pretty awesome that, you know, I still have some loyal Horn Toadian listeners. Some people turned against me. Some just didn't want to deal with me anymore. Some betrayed me. So, oh, well, you know. That's life. But um, other than that, I just want to say thank you once again for supporting the Clagato Veteran Podcast and for season six, you know, almost one more episode to go, man. Uh, but I've been your loyal host, Mateo Native Ravager, saying keep your ears to the ground, loyal Horn Toadians, and we'll talk to you in the next one. Yeah. See ya.